genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one dream sequence filled minute at a time. Is it though? Kind of. It's like a weird delirium fever dream. I guess. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again today is our friend Zoe Estrin Grayley. Hi. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 85, which Ooh. starts with Arwen saying save him over a shot of Rivendell mm -hmm. and ends with Frodo asking Gandalf the most important question of this minute. Why didn't you meet us? Why indeed? We'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> so this minute starts with something that every time I watch the movie, <laughs> every single time, I find to be like one of the cheesiest things and it really makes me laugh because I feel like it doesn't quite work the way they were intending. It doesn't and it quite really, work. It makes, <laughs> it makes me think of Rocky Horror Picture Show. It really does. Every time. Oh my god. Oh every my time god. I see this scene, I just think touch a touch a touch me. <laughs> creature of the night just goes through my brain every single time and i know that that's not what they were intending but i can't help it and then i just reimagine the rocky horror picture show with the cast of lord of the rings replacing everyone oh my god well who's oh. brad and who's janet that's the uh, brad and janet is frodo and sam <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, well done. And Hugo Weaving is Frankenfurter. <laughs> um, oh, my God. You get uh, Gandalf gets to be Riff Raff. I was going to say, like, Aragorn. Oregon, because he's our hero. Aragorn and kind of Riff Raff's the hero, I and guess. And then um, Arwen's Magenta. <laughs> then Aowen gets to be Columbia. Like, I don't know. Either um, that but or, who's or... Eddie? That's the most important question. <laughs> who's Eddie? But if Gandalf is Riff Raff, wouldn't that make, like, Saruman magenta? <laughs> <laughs> then he does get to be at least one other color. Oh, there my you go. God. <laughs> Saruman the magenta. <laughs> I, this this is so cheesy and it's not good. No. <laughs> oh my no, god. No, it's bad. This is not this is even like, it's like the worst 12 seconds of the movie. <laughs> it's also like Maybe well that's an unpopular watched. opinion, I don't know, but like, it no. makes me laugh every time. I always every forget that this happens. Because I feel like a Never part forget. I feel like a part of my brain is like this movie's really great. You're just going to forget about this <laughs> forget all of the bad parts and then <laughs> and then up pops you go even creature of the night. right <laughs> man this isn't some oh. it's not so good. yesterday yesterday i mentioned that the arwen emotional scene wasn't originally going to be there 
because this delirium fever dream scene was supposed to be originally concepted as a spiritual struggle over Frodo's soul between Elrond and Sauron. Ugh. Which which is what? Which is this, but then it flashes between this, like, white light in Rivendell with Elrond's face and the eye. And, like, dark and lightning and stuff? Yeah. Ugh. And, like, little a little sleeping Frodo in the middle. It sounds... <laughs> God only knows, but it would have been so much worse. Like, this is bad, but it could have been so much worse. Right, this could have turned into, like, the Wizard of, the Wizard of Oz. It like. sounds really oh. cool in theory. Yeah. <laughs> but not in practice. But there's no way to show that. Yeah. Uh, no good way. No. No, absolutely no not. I don't like, know. And especially in no way that makes your villain, if it's going to be like a spiritual struggle between Sauron and Elrond, and you're already dealing with the problem of your villain being absent, like, it doesn't help make him feel stronger. It just makes him feel present and ineffectual if he's like waved off by yeah. Elrond. Yeah, if like Hugo Weaving can take you out with his brain, like I don't really. It's the eyebrows—they're the source of his power. Yeah, because <laughs> Sauron is just an eye; he doesn't it's, have eyebrows. It's the eye versus the brows. <laughs> yes, it's the spiritual struggle of our time. Yes, Oof. eye versus brow. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, eye this brow. Oh, this could have been so like. This is this is the scene that I always get to, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is right between two scenes that are really cool. And <laughs> why didn't? Or here's my solution. Why doesn't Frodo just wake up? Yeah, just cut the cut the bit. <laughs> if yeah, it, it's literally like five seconds. Just cut. If it goes to the white light, now. yeah, you can keep the you can keep the like Hugo weaving talking like that's okay that's not bad it's an voiceover. yeah and just... then not have his face there and then <laughs> or have good. or have like frodo like mystically fading in either because like yeah no everyone always focuses on the elrond thing but there's also like <laughs> frodo, frodo like there? falling in darkness right like heavenly little cherub frodo yeah just... <laughs> it looks like, like it's... someone's Bad Photoshop job. It's it's like that meme <laughs> like, of like clarinet kid. Clarinet. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> like they told me, I never amount to anything. I became a god, and it's like a kid with like a clarinet, and then like his face also behind him faded into the picture. It's, you know what it is? It's like those really like those awkward family photos. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. <laughs> Or like, uh, like like the baby photos of like the baby like in the white light, and then someone just did that with like Frodo and just put him in the background. Yeah. And, his... and then there's like, like a smiling should... parent. Yeah, face. there's a smiling parent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but did you go weaving? That's not the oh, parent man. I want. That sounds scary. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, do you go weaving like just looks so threatening when he's just standing this. still. Yeah. Man. Oh. It's just, it's just a really, really not good choice. Which is weird because like there are a few things in Lord of the Rings I'm like that was a bad choice, but like this is one. This is one of them. This is one where I'm like, mm mm. This is this is the top of my list of like that was a bad choice. Yeah. Here. <laughs> like yeah. across all three movies, it's just like why Oscar Oscar award winning movie. Well, not well, yes, Ugh. 
but not, not this one didn't get best picture. No, <laughs> but I mean, probably just because, because this is of why. this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you win an Oscar, it it's not just best picture. Like they still won like what five Oscars like for this four. One? They won four for the first one. Yeah. It, it was like costume design, um, cinematography. See, so that would have taken this right out. <laughs> I can't remember what the I can't remember what they are. I think I think it, are they I'm, all like technical Oscars? Yeah, they're all technical Oscars. Yeah. I think for the first one, like best best music. Yeah, probably probably best score for Howard Shore. It's still it's then still, Two Towers got two. Best, <laughs> it's still like a an Oscar award winning yeah. movie. But like, what it's is this? Just, Peter? This is not an right. Oscar award winning moment. Exactly. This, yeah, this is this is this is an Oscar award losing moment. Exactly. Oh. It's not. Uh, it's. Uh, this this has always been the moment in this film. Like, I get to this every time, and I'm like, oh, you were doing so well. Because I just forget it's there. Because, like, yeah. I love Rivendell, and I love Flight, for the, Flight to the Ford, and then there's this one. And, like, I, I, the first time I was watching through this, I was like, oh, oh, that's still in this. <laughs> it's they, didn't, been, they didn't take anything out they just added for the extended right. it's been 15 years I thought they'd have removed this by now like, can I just skip this is this its own insular scene no yeah. okay uh, it's yeah my, my notes for it just say Elrond effect fog question mark why <laughs> I, 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 seriously every time I watch this movie I see this I laugh I remember Rocky Horror Picture Show. I move on with my life. Yeah. Yeah. Every usually, time. usually I do, but now I have to talk about it. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to hate things. This is this is where I shine. <laughs> there is more to this minute than like the, the nine and a half seconds, twelve seconds in the beginning of bad special effects. Gandalf's back. <laughs> Gandalf's back. Why didn't you meet us, Gandalf? I love how uh, quiet the back half of the scene is. Yes. Like yeah. when he wakes up in Rivendell. Yeah. Um, and Gandalf isn't Gandalf the White yet, but for some reason in my brain he is because everything else is just these soft pastel colors. He actually kind of sticks out because he's still gray. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everything's I, so bright and happy and then gray drab Gandalf sitting in a chair smoking a pipe. <laughs> but he just I looks so happy. I love this design. I love every second of this design in this room. Like, Every tiny little detail in this shot, in the, the shot of him in the bed. Beautiful. Oh, I want that bed. I mean, you know, it's probably mostly polystyrene, but I want it. <laughs> I want it anyway. Doesn't matter, want it. I want like a a semi. I know she's not naked, but if you see the shot where it's just Frodo's face, like there's a lot of. It's a very tight dress. Um, yeah. but I want it. I want semi naked elf chick over my bed. It's almost like uh, it's almost <laughs> like the the figurehead on a ship. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like the I like the way everything twists in together. I mean, I love the Rivendell design because of that. Um, but there's I a lot of like Celtic that. knots and Art Nouveau, and it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, just the way every single object in the room is. You're like, this is the elves. They look like this. Everything in this room looks like this. It's like if you walked into somebody's house and everything was like shades of pink, you'd be like, ah, I see you have a theme going here. <laughs> but, but it's, you know, cool Art Nouveau stuff instead of that. Instead of, this is my pink fuzzy clock. Yeah. And my pink fuzzy rug. And this pink fuzzy bookcase for some reason. 
Is this your future home? No. No. I hope not. Absolutely not. <laughs> if, sounds... you're, if, if your design choices are pink and fuzzy, like, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> right. I would, I would make the same offer of you. <laughs> you just come home one day and everything's just like, so I should do that on April Fool's Day. <laughs> I'll just turn around. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. No, you can just shave it off. It'll be fine. Just <laughs> it, just, it just comes right off. Dye the cat pink. Aww, <laughs> poor kitty. No, he can be Gandalf the Gray. Yeah, <laughs> we need to give him a big fake beard. That'd be the greatest. And a little pointy hat for Halloween. I like. Oh, he's um, good. We get a date here. We do. October the twenty fourth. At 10 a.m. It is 10 o'clock in the morning on October the 24th, if you'd like to know. Gandalf is so grumpy. <laughs> like, where, where am I? And then he's Gandalf. He says, yes, I am here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Good not job. even as warm as that. It's no, just it's like, like, yeah, yes. I'm here. Yes, I am here. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sound super happy. He's so done. Just, well, remember where he's been. How long has Frodo been out? Do we ever find out? In the in the book, it's at least a couple weeks, right? I believe so. I don't know off the top of my head. So we can probably assume it's been... If they were six days out from Rivendell, then it's taken six days at least for the rest of them to get here. That's Assuming true. he's been asleep for another week, not totally unreasonable. That's fair. Especially given what, what happened. Yeah. Stabbed by evil. Vomited pea soup out of his eyes. Gross. <laughs> Basically. And Gandalf oh. in the scene, like, he doesn't sound happy, and then he's just like, you do have some strength in you, little hobbit. And he mm -hmm. seems so proud. <laughs> like a proud mama bear. I like that it's like, you do have some strength in you, though, instead of like, oh, like, I knew it all along. Like, he's like, ah, you didn't screw up as much as I thought you were going to, so good work. Yeah. <laughs> Hobbits do continue to surprise me. Well, what a delightful little creature. Like Gandalf kind of messed up because he's like, oh, I got go yeah. to go see Saruman. And he's been like camped out on top of a tower for God knows who lo how long. Yeah. So. Oh, man. How long has that been? We like, don't how know. long was he on know. the tower? I keep trying to figure out the timeline of this movie, but. It's really, it just jumps around and it's not very clear. I'm going to assume six months. Six months? No. Whoa. That seems a little extreme. Okay. No, because. Because the weather would have di been different six months ago. Yeah. He mm. was not on top of that tower six months because Saruman says the nine have crossed the river Aizen at midsummer. Midsummer is mid-June. Yeah. So it's now October. That's not six months. Okay, so it's been it's since June. But if, okay, so if they crossed Isengard in the middle of June, we've established that it's like corn and wheat season. So that's like, like the end of summer. The end of summer, so like August. So I think Gandalf has been on top of that tower for, for a like little over two months. A month tops. I don't know. That's rough. I feel like still. it has like, to have been longer than that. Yeah. But and I the only reason I feel like it has to have been longer than that is that supposedly he was going to meet them in Bree and Butterbur hasn't seen him in six months. Yeah, but 
He yeah, but that could have been previously. He could have gone straight. Yeah. Yeah. But because if you're know. going straight to Saruman, you're not going to stop for a pint at Bree. No, but I think you have to cross the river near Bree before you head south to. Isengard. But that doesn't mean anyway. that he would have gone in. Right. That's true. It's just he could have just geographical things and like things you're told in the movie not lining up with the way the timeline's presented to you very well. Right. <laughs> and granted, this this date is from the book. Like yes. it's lifted out of the book almost verbatim. Yeah. Because Ian McKellen was just like, I have to say this line when Frodo wakes up. It's in the book. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Let me say it. So <laughs> <laughs> Ian, so Ian, so Ian. <laughs> so oh, I man. think I think like them cutting, you know, 17 years out of the movie messes with the timeline a little bit. Just a little. But I don't Well, you can I mean, it it's makes It's been sense. at least a year and a month since the movie began. Yes. I think we can pretty much right. agree on that. Yes. It's been over a year since the movie started. Right. I just like that... listening to you guys argue about the timeline. It entertains me. <laughs> fight, fight. It doesn't fight. make any sense. <laughs> it just doesn't make any no, sense. No, it doesn't. No. I want, but I'm so... This is going to be my pet project now. I want to figure it out as best as I can. Because it's all laid out for you in the book. Like the appendices. Yeah. Man, it's I'm going like... to like come into your apartment someday and it's going to have stuff all over the walls like, like the corkboard with the yarn yeah. <laughs> like the question trying to figure this out what yeah. is it like elrond with a big question mark over his face <laughs> it's just this this screen cap of his face like looming. <laughs> and you're like what do you know <laughs> oh my god Ooh. eyebrows tell me your secrets <laughs> oh this is like like people in this movie with eyebrows do know things. It's true. Like Ian yeah. McKellen's got some eyebrows on him. He knows things. But those are prosthetic. Yeah, but have you seen his actual eyebrows? They're like amazing. He's got some eyebrows. Yeah. But these are like caterpillars glued to his face. That's not wrong. That's not wrong. And then you go weaving. Those are just his eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, I want to know those those eyebrow secrets. Like, eyebrows on point, dude. Right. Those are the same eyebrows he has as Agent Smith. They're the same. <laughs> yes, because they're his real eyebrows. He's just That's a why. vampire. Yes. What do you think? Do you think he would get different eyebrows? Does he go to the <laughs> eyebrow store? Like. Why would they be different eyebrows? It's just, it's just amazing to me that that's, that those are a man's real eyebrows. It's called <laughs> grooming your eyebrows. <laughs> they just they just they have such a severe angle. It's called plucking your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Read a book, Norm. I know, like watch a YouTube video. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because he does... he's a man, <laughs> he just has such a severe face, and the eyebrows just add to it. Doesn't like wax his eyebrows. That's not what I'm even talking about. It's just that like his eyebrows just look so angry. Well, I, mean... I bet he does some serious eyebrow maintenance, though. He probably, yeah. If not, he's just a very lucky human being. Yeah, I mean, like if I had eyebrows like that, you'd want to you want to keep them safe. You want to protect them and pamper <laughs> them. 
Well, like an endangered species. Exactly. These are the only two. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, man. Eyebrows in their natural habitat. <laughs> uh, narrated. It's just just like a documentary on his eyebrows narrated by like David Attenborough. Like David Attenborough. <laughs> <laughs> This is like all these incredibly, all these incredible close-up shots from different angles. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd watch that though. I'd a hundred percent watch that. I would watch basically anything narrated by David Attenborough. <laughs> that's fair. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> he, he can narrate the process of like dirt becoming mud, and it'd be interesting. I, pre- I bet you it is. It's like fascinating. Yeah, it's probably fascinating. Or narrating, you know, watching grass grow. I think he's done that. I think that's just what his job is. But, like, like, not in time lapse, like in real time. Oh, (laughs) real time. Like, it's been 45 minutes. (laughs) He has, like, a tiny ruler. Yes. It's like a ruler next to a couple blades of grass. (laughs) You can see they've grown several fractions of a millimeter. Just that whole sort of deal? Yeah. That would still be interesting. Uh, see, but that's what they should do. They should do, like, a Lord of the Rings documentary which with just, like, all the footage they have from shooting this. Like, just random nature footage. And they should just narrate it with David Attenborough talking about, like, the history of Middle Earth. Not to mention the incredible amount of other, like, documentaries and, like, cast footage and all this other stuff yeah. that was filmed. That also still hasn't made its way onto DVDs or Blu-rays. Yeah. There's so much stuff that still hasn't been released. That's that's insane. And more scenes that are, like, finished or, like, relatively polished that Peter Jackson always said would make their way onto a special edition that still haven't. It's been 15 years, Peter. Yeah. It's been 15 years. I just want to see the four and a half hour cut of this movie from when they had everything together before they decided what they were going to take out. Yes. Yeah, I'd be so into that. I want to see the cut of the movie that Peter Jackson sat down and watched and then started taking notes on what he needed to cut. Yeah, Yeah, the one that they were like, this is everything we want. The pre-director's cut? Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly what I want. I want that. Please release them for all three movies. That will be my new new thing to watch all the time. (laughs) Imagine what would be in that, though. Like... Still Just not like- Tom Bombadil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so bitter. <laughs> that was the one thing I was never upset with them for cutting out, because I totally got it. I was like, all right, that's fair. I understand, and I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. I'm just oh disappointed. <laughs> Peter Jackson's disappointed father, Norm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. God. I just love Tom Bombadil, okay? No, oh, I know. Oh, man, but he, like, imagine how much he'd stick out in this film. Like, this, like, somewhat realistic, fantastical, like, vaguely fantastical film. It would be like this moment. It would be like this, li- like, this minute. It would feel like that. You'd just be like, oh, goodness. Look yeah, at those. Be this minute, but for, like, three weeks. Oh, yeah. but I'd love it. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> be like, look at those boots. Those do not fit at all. <laughs> Big yellow boots. <laughs> oh, man. So you can find us on DuelingGenre.com. <laughs> and if you're interested in other Movies by Minute podcasts, 
You can go by movies to uh, moviesbyminutes.com and find uh, all of them, basically. Yeah, there's a veritable cornucopia of... A plethora. Yes. They keep popping up, and it's wonderful. Yes. They uh, they grow by the day. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know about that, but like monthly. I mean, there's been like five more founded monthly, in the last like, like two weeks. Yeah. So, you know, that happens. <laughs> Drums in the deep. They're coming. <laughs> doom, doom. But we're the only ones that have a Balrog. That's true. So thank you again for joining us, Zoe. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Yeah. Yes, this week has been wonderful. <laughs> it's like college all over again. I, oh God, I hope not. <laughs> but only, only the good parts. Only, only the good, the good parts. parts. Only the good parts. That's true. So, so as always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producer Leaper One Eighty Two. Have a good weekend. Bye.